<laughs> oh, folks, welcome back. Welcome back, folks. Welcome back. There is an alien in our midst. Dang, dog. Nigga wow, nigga. Yeah, I'm an alien. I have a two episode. Yeah, alien. <laughs> yeah, basically, it's kind of a thing. You know, I'm not. But, nope. But before we continue, th- shout out to our um, last guest, even though I wasn't here, uh, Curvin. Word, word. Dropping you know, that money game. Yeah, Black Forex Trader. Hashtag AKA Black Mr. Forex. Forex. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, thanks for being on. Word. He, You know what he did? He ex- like he opened up a whole. I didn't know I had so many friends that did um, forex. Oh, nigga, oh, yeah, nigga, him. Like, oh, you know, I've been doing that shit, and mm-hmm. even like friends that like want to do it, like because I've been talking to people There's about it, and they're like, yeah, man, me too. Like we going. So yeah, man, some yeah, definitely yeah. waves Remem- have been have been made. Remember what they said? Have sev- several streams of income. Word, word. And more than that, you know, make a difference, man. If you black. Mm-hmm. And you got some information that mm-hmm. most of us haven't gotten in these lower income or middle class areas where we went to public schools. Mm. And you got some information that wasn't taught there. Bring it out, man. What's up? We want to hear it. Exactly. Yeah. Like, niggas learn how to make crack by mistake. We can't learn forex by mistake. Definitely. Hey. We were and, forced and, to learn and, how no, to make but crack. That's, that's, that was the entrepreneurial mindset. We said, you know what? This is how... Yeah, this is where it's going. This, so this yeah. is how we're gonna build up and try to make it out. And, you know, yeah. and some of the crabs make it out of the bucket. Some don't. Yeah, unfortunately, I, that's a whole nother topic. But Word. I feel <laughs> hashtag Black Finance. Hashtag We did not bring crack <laughs> to the community. First of all, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, hashtag We don't blow in the bucket. Um, not live in South America. S- side I'll note: How we talk about drugs? <laughs> we no, 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 no. Black Finance. Before we continue the, uh, the episode, side note about bringing crack into the communities. <laughs> The CIA, of all people, there's an article that said the CIA cannot find a link to themselves to the crack epidemic. <laughs> <laughs> of course! Of course they can. Of course. <laughs> oh, yeah. We don't see how we do like, 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 word. Of course not. Is that? <laughs> well, but anyway. Thank you for joining us on the <coughs> back edition of TPSG's Wild Ass Tangent. Yeah, yes. Oh, your mom, this is going to be a... I, this gonna be a hilarious. This gonna be a Lucy Goosey. Just just based on what's going on and what well, we talked about. Just based on you saying Lucy Goosey. I, I think we might need to roll it on. Right, right, right. <laughs> and with that, this is Flocka Zulu, aka Nicodemus, aka Sir Black Stallion the Third, aka Pablo Escovich, aka Gary Indiana Jones, aka. Hey, no more. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> it has been a while. I thought I was doing oh, good yes. too. Stop the violence. That's automatic. It's your boy Dramatic, aka Wave Chappelle, Wavy McGrady, Black Galifianakis, Live Pat Chopra. You know me by many names, but your mom knows me by one. Oh! Oh, God. Oh. Ain't your mama teach you some respect, nigga? Hey, don't feel the way. Speaking of which, where we got that from, if those of you don't know where we get AKA, da da da, we got that from Outcast. And speaking of outcasts, there's rumors going around. Oh, so speaking of, I seen black, aka oh, black shit. dynamite, aka <laughs> holy fucker roaches, aka <laughs> the nigga y'all came to watch this podcast for, aka Swiss army nigga, Swiss army nigga got the new braid, Swiss army nigga got them fresh braid, Swiss they see army it. nigga. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> you introduce himself, I'm like fuck everything else. They see your eyebrows on your forehead. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Welcome to TBSG. I'm permanently surprised. <laughs> I am your host. No. Damn, you say you gotta sprinkle sugar on your eyebrows. It's sweet talk here, linebacker. 
<laughs> Damn. Oh my God, you niggas is cruel. My name is but Surprise as, Jones. As, as Flocka Zulu, <laughs> Zulu tried to force it earlier. <laughs> yes, there is a huge rumor Word. that 3000 <laughs> is making an album. I couldn't even wait. I'm like, fuck y'all. For real. Fuck with y'all introduction. hella excited. With, I to talk with Dr. Dre. Oh. I always what? had a I always had a dream of my favorite artist being on my favorite produces tracks that they haven't been mm. and this is one of my dreams i would love to hear andre three stacks on some dr dre shit so three stacks Real talk. reportedly well working with dr dre here's what happened there's this rapper east coast this west coast rapper named thurs for those of y'all who don't know who are out of the loop yeah. three stacks is andre 3000 aka andre benjamin of outcast yes A.K.A. Possum Aloysius, A.K.A. <laughs> I thought it was Dookie Possum Aloysius. Anyway, you know what you're talking about. Anyway, so this, this rapper named Thurs was on this um, radio show, and you know they asked him the question, he said, have you ever felt starstruck in a studio with another rapper? He was like, yeah, Andre 3000. But what they deduced from it was, wait, Andre 3000 is in the studio? Right. And then he basically said, yeah, I heard him lay some shit down with Dr. Dre that sound like an album. And he said to himself, I'm jump to conclusions and saying he's dropping out. So it's no it's nothing concrete. Word, it's word. nothing hundred percent. Enough for me. That's but me you brought us up earlier about people like that. The people that are in the studio like that. What do you mean? I think you're gonna say something like they they would know things and stuff since they're all around the studio. Oh, so, so yeah, it's I a was, percentage that he may about, be right. It's not even that. It's just what I was actually saying in that statement was when you have someone who's an artist, a a, a pure artist like Andre 3000, mm-hmm. like the, you know, people who make, they'll record a hundred album, I mean, a hundred tracks for one album per mm-hmm. album. Like yes. these niggas got albums mm-hmm. that are B-sides, you know, <laughs> like yeah. there's albums of B-sides or albums of shit that just didn't make it. So essentially like if Andre Three Stacks is the artist, the rapper that we've always believed him to be, mm-hmm. then yeah, that's true. He's in the studio regardless. He's mm-hmm. going to be there. And it can be an album or it can be an album. Guess what? Three Stacks got the bread to spend mm-hmm. to pay Dr. Dre as part of his hobby. Imagine. <laughs> to make a beat for him, if you think about it. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. He probably has that type of extra capital on him mm-hmm. to say, now rapping is now just something I love that I made money off of. Now I have other business ventures, but I'm never going to stop rapping because I'm a rapper to the death of me. Because every time he drop on anybody feature, mm-hmm. he murk the whole track. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. like um, Sweep the flow of that shit. I remember he dropped the EP on Mother's Day yeah. called Look Ma No Hands. Mm-hmm. It's on SoundCloud. So, you know, he's still working. Also, something cool, people have been catching him playing his flute in out ran, in public in and random, like yeah. I saw one time I was like, okay, that's he, just a wild coincidence. There's like two or three or four more instances. I'm like, this nigga's right, so here's my theory. <laughs> this dude, first of all, the report, I think okay player first reported it, right? I think so. And then now this rapper Thurs reports it. It could be part of a like an album rollout. Like, this is how we gonna get it out there this know, time because they people any, been waiting, uh-huh. but Anything once Andre you get does. the rumors out, because mm. everyone's been waiting for Andre 3000 solo album. Now you're getting them you know? ready. Yeah, like, so like, it's like, all right, I'm going to use these different avenues of media. Mm. And Three Stacks is probably like, man, if, if y'all, for those of y'all who don't know, I've read you know, articles in the past, but he likes to go driving and write songs. He, he, he'll like hold a tape recorder on his phone and he'll hum his melodies. He'll mm. go back home and listen to him, get in the studio and oh, write shit, lyrics to it. Like, and driving is a therapy for him and a lot of other artists mm-hmm. as well, not just rappers. And so I would think that like part of him going out in public mm-hmm. and playing that flute is a purely 
uh, it's an artistic thing. I'm going to go out and I'm mm-hmm. going to feel people's energies and I'm going to play the flute and mm-hmm. fuck it. If some people notice me, you know, I'm old enough to where not many people will notice me now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just the true fans of Outkast. Yeah, like, yeah. And I could see that as him doing it as part of a rollout on top of it, too, or it just being a double. I don't think he, Three Stacks, would have thought of that first because I think he's I think he so would. into the art. I think he would. Like, yeah. He he's even smarter than we credit him for. No, I'm not like, saying that he wouldn't be smart. I'm saying from from my opinion, he, what he, three he, stacks is to me is someone who, and I could be completely wrong, mm-hmm. but what he is to me is someone who loves the music so much that it comes first before. Anything. Oh, okay, yeah, I can feel you. And then that. anything yeah. else comes after, and he'll be aware of it. Uh huh. But that's not his motive. I got you. And your theory makes more sense also because um. I think it was this week or last week. Uh, yes, Jules. She was in the news again. And anyway, um, she basically compared Earth Gang to Outcast. However, oh, I heard she about that said Earth Gang is like Outcast with two Andres. And I'm like, first of all, that's just a first of all, that's just a cookie cutter statement. First of all, yeah, first of all, it's a cookie cutter. Second of all, don't disrespect Big Boy like yeah. that. People ever. constantly, and ever since she said that, there's this debate like, oh, is Big Boy good? How good is Outkast? Is Outkast only three stacks? Da, da, da. I'm like, the only way. Some, somebody on Twitter is like, anybody who doesn't respect Big Boy doesn't know where those hooks come from. Exactly. Big Boy makes the majority so, of the hooks. And then in, um, <clears throat> in, the, early, like, in the early stages, um, oh, what, what was I going to say? In um, like Southern Playalistic, Big Boy was the better one. No, he wrote all the hooks. No, no, no. I'm I'm just talking about rapping. When they first came out, he was oh. he was at the forefront. Yeah. You, you know how every group you have Wu Tang and they're at the forefront. You have this group and they're at the forefront. Big boy was the face of yeah. Outcast. He well, was the better artist. It yeah. wasn't until later people started realizing that Andre but it nothing. Andre never never was a bad rapper. He was always rapping well. But when they first came out, Big Boy was the face. It was just later. No, absolutely. They made him the face. No, he just was. Yeah, I think. I don't know if his attitude overpowers because he's that hustler. He's exactly. But Andre was still on that stuff too. No, no, he was. But but you know, he fell off. He, he was still like kind of thinking a little bit deeper, and Mm -hmm. you know, was on some other things. But yo, Andre was yo, and that's the other thing, right? Andre was less. He really going back to being a pure artist. This nigga mm-hmm. would wear what was he in one of the videos? He had like no shirt and flip flops and shit. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, yeah, he, on. it was, was real, real, it was, real light. And, and play- that's three stacks. Like that's he's like nigga, I'm just here to rap, nigga. Mm-hmm. Make players some ball, not players club. Players, players ball, ball, yeah, mm-hmm. my bad. So um, right, no, that was pre Erica Badu. Yeah, yeah. No, no. It was post Erica Badu was AT aliens. Yeah, AT aliens and that after. was oh, yeah, pretty. That, that was no, actually like, diapers yeah. and beanies and like, them. <laughs> yeah, in the in the big furry word, boots word. and shit. It was actually Diddy that told um three sacks to take his shirt off. Yeah, Diddy directed yeah, that video. That video right? yeah. Exactly for players ball. Like on the documentary, it was like that was me directed. Like, calm down, Diddy. Yeah, you get all the props you have. Relax. <laughs> I said you a sex symbol, boy. Yeah. was probably like. <laughs> <laughs> but Sleepy Brown made a good point because on the Breakfast Club they brought it up how Yes Jules said that. And what's funny, um, Big Boy found out through his son. His son was like, Yo, dad, this this bitch on Twitter just tweeted some wild shit and they dragging her ass. Like, you know, that sounds like Big Boy's son. <laughs> and Sleepy Brown made a good point. She said that, I think, and I still don't, I'm not justifying it. She said that because both the um members in Earth Gang dress like Andre. Mm-hmm. That's probably where the comparison was. If that's well, what she was comparing, 
Then I understand but, because Big Boy never dressed that crazy. Actually, he, no, no, in, compar- no, in comparison, in comparison. No, no, no. I think we're comparing it because <laughs> Big Boy was still very bold and daring, but he was fashionable. Still, he still kept a urban look, a street look. So yeah. he know he Big Boy is clearly a person that said, "This is what I like, and I'm not straying away from it." Yeah. And he just made alterations to that look. Mm. But yeah, Big Boy had the, it, yeah. some of the wildest outfits. What you mean, man? And some of the best jewelry the rap game seen, too. You're right. I'm like, talking about in comparison the hairstyle, to Andre. I know. Yeah. Well, in comparison to Andre, people are... One tweet pissed me off. I'm sorry. I got to mention this. The person <laughs> said that like Andre represents uh, black excellence while Big Boy represents the black oh. person that you're trying to get away from. Oh. And it was a nigga oh, with yeah. a blue check. I'm like, bro, first of all... You clearly don't listen to Outkast. Mm-hmm. You listen to Hey Y'all and the way you I will move. Touch That's on, what you I will touch to. on that again. That Big Boy was the one who wrote, I think, absolutely every hook. I would be surprised for Southern Playlist of Cadillac Music, the Outkast first album mm-hmm. for AT Aliens, mm-hmm. and a lot of. And then Aquemini. I think Aquemini was when Andre started working a little bit more, and mm-hmm. he, but they were they were more bouncing back and forth. Mm-hmm. On some yin and yang shit. Yeah. And then by the time Stankonia came around, that's when Andre Three Stacks mm-hmm. took the front seat. And that's why we have B.O.B. Mm-hmm. Thank you, God. But yeah, that's um, incredible. You song. know, and <laughs> I, but the problem with that is that Big Boy, that energy, first of all, his rapping is impeccable and people don't give him enough props. Like Big Boy his will flow. drop so many references yes. in a verse yes. mm-hmm. that went over your head mm-hmm. that you have and you have no idea. And he's still teaching you how to hustle, mm-hmm. how to be a man. Like right. a lot How of different things, a lot of songs, and a lot of songs, and just style, eats. just like like just your energy, your swag, yep. or whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. A lot of songs that. he eats every rapper on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Think of the whole world: Andre, mm-hmm. Killer Mike, him. Mm-hmm. And you know, he, you notice he oh. anchors a lot. Whereas yes, yeah. All those. First yes. of all, Andre's verse and Killer Mike's verse, they both slid. Yeah. yeah. And he and he murked both of them. Still. <laughs> See, so, I I don't. I don't I agree, but not with the whole world. I think he um murked three stacks and Raycorn on skewing on, on, skewing the, Barbie. on the Barbie. Mm-hmm. Now yeah. you have to understand the magnitude of that. Andre three thousand, he is who he is. They've been in the game. He established himself. Then Raekwon from Wu Tang fucking Clan. Mm-hmm. You know they don't go on nobody the, tracks. The God of Street Slang. The God of Street Slang. Um, wh- um. Witty, unpredictable live shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the only nigga they collabed with mm-hmm. is Nas, Mob Deep, and Wu Tang, mm-hmm. and affiliates. For them to go and fuck with with Outkast, mm-hmm. and then the rumor started a whole Dungeon Family Wu Tang collab. Mm-hmm. People don't understand the magnitude of that. For to get Raekwon on a fucking track with Outkast, mm-hmm. you do not understand. Outkast mm-hmm. went from at the source of words, y'all gonna know about the South mm-hmm. to having Raekwon on the f- two fucking tracks actually. Mm-hmm. Can we talk about the knowledge Raekwon dropped about? On Hold on, wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry, I'm getting, I'm getting inspired. <laughs> but no, no, that's just another example just how, of how good mm-hmm. Big Boy can rap. He's just I don't I like I, I can't understand it. No offense to you, God, but it's not like he's you, God, or Wu Tang. Mm. Or pros of the Fugees. Mm. Those niggas are significantly worse than their peers. <laughs> Wait, but they're the not bad. You, said before pros of you got. Oh, you guys not. He's no, no. Listen to what I said. You guys not whack. None of the Wu Tang members are whack. In comparison, when you compare Wu God and Master Killer to Method Man and Ghostface. But then when they're on their own, you get what I'm saying? But they're a different type of Among, rappers. Amongst their constituents. But they're different type of rappers because I think You God is mad clever. And I think no, that he Master is. Killer is very clever. Absolutely. Is. 
I think they're just a different type of rap, and that might not match the energy you're looking for. All right, if that's the case, I can understand because it. But I, I, I feel like you, straight up rapping bar for bar. Oh well, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but because, but it's not like that with Andre. But Massacre is clearly a poetic dude, and or more like a you know mm-hmm. he, he he glides a little bit. You got you could tell you got like the party. No, no, like, yeah, you yeah. If you tell, watch a documentary, dog, if you, you listen know, yeah. to it, no, but just like if you listen to his shit, he's always bu- he's bouncing, dog. Yeah. He's not trying to rap his ass off. He's bouncing to the beat, and he's still dropping some shit sometimes. Yeah, the, the point. The point. I'm yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> this has not become the defense. We, we all. I'm guys. sorry, yo. Sometimes you gotta pull us back because we will always go back and forth Wait, on this hip hop. So yeah. So. <laughs> no. The, 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 the point. Yeah. <laughs> Is, is it's that, big boys that nigga too. That's well, big boy, no, exactly. <laughs> People think well, it's like this. It's well, like that. But well, even like the concept. Even well, even um, I'm, my bad to no, cut no, you no, off. No. Songs like the mighty O. Yeah. When they when oh they man, come uh, twenty two like, bars each at that. That's Word. insane. Like and, and they all like it felt like more for real. Yeah, they were really long. <laughs> and and like you you just see where like they both they both came at their verses so different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then they slayed it, dog. It's yeah. Like on some what? And that that's when that's when Andre drops his the most disrespectful verse. Yeah. You hate hater can't tell. Either wish me well, go, go to, to hell, hell or go, go to yell. yell. <laughs> he basically said he's bored with rap. He right. said it. Eat up whatever rapper, but I'm tangled on my cord. Huh, bored. Kind of like a knight with a sword without dragging the battle. Word. Come on, man. He's fucking bored with you niggas, man. (laughs) Sorry. I'm sorry. You know that hip-hop shit get me live, but yeah, man, Mm. the whole disrespect for Big Boy, like he's... There is no outcast without Big Boy. And there's no outcast without Arn. Like first of all, you, it, they cannot exist they without really each contribute. other. Exactly. First of all, and first of all, he's he's dropped some fantastic album. He just dropped a single you know called Intentions. With he, he's released an album with Sleepy Brown. Word, word, oh, word. yeah. That's oh. gonna be fire. And like people need to go back and like check out um, Big Boy's solo album. His solo album, Boomerverse, was dope. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. Sir Lucius left foot. I think yeah. that I liked Sir Lucius left foot so much because I was still looking for that outcast feeling. Mm. And Sir Lucius left foot was the closest to that. Mm. It was also his first solo album after, um, you know, the last outcast mm. album. Dangerous. But yeah, Boomer, it kind of had that feel. Boomerverse was cool. Like it had some joints on it. Yeah, that joint with ASAP, right? Mm. Joint with, with Snoop Dogg was dope. And um, yeah, and but I don't know. Maybe I was just on a different thing at that point too. Because you wanted the outcast album. I wanted an outcast. I'm not gonna lie to you. But then, because I ain't gonna lie, I don't listen to Andre Three Stacks like feature work as much either. Mm. Oh, it's I I I love when they're together. (laughs) Mm. Like I'll I was actually the nigga that listened to Speaker Box more than the Love Below. Mm -hmm. Believe it or not, like that was Speaker Box was my shit. Oh no no! Initially, absolutely, I didn't listen to the Love Below, and I was a lover boy, (laughs) and I didn't listen to the Love Below like for real. Give it a chance to you know. Later on, I'm not gonna. Age and it's a, and, and it's but, an incredible album. So, but I mean, it's the reason 808 and Heartbreaks exist. Mm. But clearly, Outcast is obviously a huge influence on not just our lives, but on a lot of other people's lives. That they spark up such a hell of a debate mm-hmm. on social media and in the world. And um, but I think, oh shit, <laughs> you know what I remember the most about Speaker Box? Um, the intro. 
Speaker box. Yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, 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 I used to, we used to use that to test speakers. Every time. Oh, that's a great test. Every time. You know what I'm saying? That's it, that's it. Because that song, they go through every level. All frequencies, kid. Yeah. Every time I get a new set of, I'm not going to lie to y'all, I got some studio monitors, and that was the last set of speakers I got, and I'm like, I got to see y'all low. <laughs> and I test that shit. I'm like, okay, word. speaker box test complete. Word, word. Outcast has done so much for us, man. Word. Yeah, <laughs> man, we appreciate them. And bro. I feel like that album, and that's why I, I appreciate people like them, people like Crit, people who mm-hmm. they make music for niggas who have who bump their shit in the trunk. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> like they they literally was like, look, uh, we we know our our. Constituencies down south, yeah, mm-hmm. and them niggas like to ride with twelves and fifteens in their truck. Yeah, <laughs> let's let's cater our music to that. Bro. Absolutely, yeah. a lot of artists don't do that. Yeah, yeah dog. And Fun facts. Kwame mm. is like probably top two hip hop album for me. Like regardless of group single or whatever. Nah, I remember listening to it when it came out. I was ten years old. Mm. Remember my brother bought it, and when it finished, I actually felt empty. Mm-mm. I felt like, damn, this damn, shit is over. over. Where's right? the next album? Mm. No album in history has ever made me feel really? like that. Ne- none. Mm. I finished equipment. I was like, uh, I was, <laughs> like you know I, what I'm saying? I, just, I will say I felt incomplete after listening to some other albums, mm-hmm. but not as much as equipment. I because I think Chunky Fire is just that. It's one of the top outros it's, ever. It's, to me, it's the best outro I've heard that I could remember, like on an album. Besides, like next to Kanye's "College Dropout" outro, that was a good outro. Like, yeah. but this, yo, Chunky Fire outro on Acid Rap was wicked. That was pretty good. Okay, yeah, damn. <laughs> damn. I, there's a, I'll have a top five, no particular order, but mm-hmm. definitely Chance's outro yeah. on Acid Rap, Acid Rain, is amazing. <laughs> um, Dang, that that's a that's a that's an interesting top five to have. Oh, I have it next week. Five album outros. I have it next week. Next year, next week. That's I would homework. definitely put most deaths made December in that for black on both sides. Mm, Man, forgot about who, that. What no, rapper no. drops an instrumental, mm. complete instrumental, not even a hip hop style instrumental at the end of some hard hitting boom bap shit? Mm. Most deaths. <laughs> what the fuck am I listening to? And now I'm going to sleep. It <laughs> shit sounds amazing. Word. So, um, oh, but you know I, what? I was a wicked intro, outro. What? Um, the killer, Samstown. That's um, that's oh, God. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I thought you talked like, about Yo, I haven't heard the killers in a long time. Is that that? Somebody told me that you had a boyfriend who looks like a girlfriend that yeah. I February of last year. Yeah, I missed yeah. that one. <laughs> I missed that I one. Remember. You remember think, that shit? That shit was rocking. I yeah. think that was, that was like in the space, space man, space age. Some, some, some it was space, very ominous. Yeah, some sounding. space album, but it was very I ominous used to listen to them a lot, like. High school freshman year at FIU. That's what it is. Having an ominous sound at the end of your album creates a good outro because it's a finality. True. Good fi- way to look at it. Finality on this topic. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad there's no finality on our next topic. Well, I definitely feel empty after I watch a Dave Chappelle special. I feel very empty after that shit. Where's my? Well, I wouldn't say empty. I wouldn't say empty because all my laughter, he took all my laughter. Yeah, yeah. You have <laughs> I laughed, life. maxed out my laughing capacity. No, I, I <laughs> laugh annoyingly loud whenever I watch Dave Chappelle. For real. And you know, it was after. It was sorry. It was before the black, the backlash. 
Because a lot, <laughs> I feel like a lot of people laughed in spite. Mm. Like, oh, I'm going to laugh just because people hate it. Mm. Not because I like it. That's, yeah. that, that's whack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I watched it before the backlash, and it was generally funny. I just want to make sure my mind wasn't skewed. Mm. Like, I'm laughing out of spite. Right, right. But, um, you yeah. It. And, and <laughs> well, so, <laughs> obviously, Dave Chappelle talks about a lot of sensitive Modern topics, current mm-hmm. events. I remember the names. Sticks and Stones. Oh, it's called <laughs> Stick. The, the stand-up is called Sticks and Stones. Uh-huh. So he's clearly letting y'all know, be ready. Well, I'm yeah. about to talk about some sensitive shit from my perspective because I'm a comedian who has my own platform, right? Exactly. But of course, what happens... Shout out Netflix for drawing the line in the sand. Appreciate that. <laughs> um, because I think... I mean, I think the rest of y'all could agree that comedy is really a safe space. Mm-hmm. It's, it's probably the only real safe space in America that if I think about it, like where someone can say something a little outlandish, but as long as he, he or she explains it in a, in a good pers- in a perspective that is comedic, mm-hmm. then yeah, it comes off because mm-hmm. as long as you can get somebody to laugh at it, you can get someone to think about un- uncomfortable subjects Agreed. and be more reflective at that too. Mm-hmm. Cause you'll see yourself in a joke. Mm-hmm. Some people just can't take a joke and that's why we have people, you know, mm-hmm. backlashing right now. And that's what and that's what kills me about it. Like, for years and years and years, comedians have been throwing all these offensive. And on, on top you know of that, I, f- I feel I'm, like I feel like they're offensive. Um, depending on the person too. I think there's something important I should say before, and I think I'd be speaking for all of us to say that. I'm um, sorry to cut you off, but for like, don't. This is not a. Uh, a, a we're not going at anyone mm. in this. We're definitely just expressing that like this is how we feel mm. and. I'm not what. Nothing. Why I, didn't, you? I didn't say what. <laughs> no, and it, and it's not. It's more of a disclaimer in the sense of like, yeah, the, you, we're we're defending free speech, mm-hmm. and I don't think that Dave Chappelle is being. I think that he's still being tactful mm-hmm. with the way that he presents it. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, absolutely. Bad, so. And that's and that's what that's what kills me about it. That's a part of it. In comedy and in, well, in comedy specifically, nobody's of is above reproach. Mm-hmm. Right. Literally, I've seen comedians talk about handicapped people, blind, deaf, babies, dementia, all that. Mm. Especially, it's the um. I've seen um them talk about people um that can't defend themselves either. Mm. So when he came and he was talking about the alphabet people, as he mm. puts them, the L's, yeah. the G's, and the B's, and the T's, and all that. I didn't understand their backlash. It's not like he went on there and bashed them for hours straight mm. and said bad things about them. All he did was make a joke, just like he made about every, just, mm. just how he's made jokes about every, he's made jokes about his own people, about mm. his own family. Mm-hmm. He makes jokes about his wife's wife's what uh, Korean, right? Mm. He makes jokes about his oh, kids being Korean. half Korean and half black all yeah. the time. Mm-hmm. So everybody can get it. Mm. I understand if he was being straight disrespect. If he mm. went out there and said. F y'all, this and that, and then he threw a joke in there. I was like, all right, you tripping, Chappelle. But he threw a joke in there, and he threw perspective in there, and he threw insight mm-hmm. in there. Mm-hmm. And just was- the way he does. And I just feel like they're upset because they have this, in my opinion, you don't have to share my opinion, they have this way about them where they feel like they cannot be touched, they cannot be talked about by anybody in any way Shape or fashion well, or form, that, I think and that, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that at all. It's an imbalance in power. Absolutely, it's an imbalance yeah. in power. And well, what I, what my point of view on that is that it's the that's the that's the result, right? No one can tell me anything because maybe they're already really upset, mm-hmm. right? 
And the, but that's still for me, from my point of view, like we always say, um, <laughs> I gotta be careful because, um, I mean, if you think about it, I, I believe like David Duke and wow, I remember the white man. I mean, his name, his name kind of like, it's, it's the alliteration, David yeah. Duke. <laughs> Sound like a damn cartoon character. And, <laughs> and Black Klansmen, <laughs> they, they actually like, I believe, still meet for dinner sometimes mm. and talk and shit. And it's, I think that's just a testament to say, you should be able to have a, let me not say you should. That's the wrong way to say it. Um, Ron Stallworth. Ron Stallworth. That's so, I, can't, I got the Ron right. So, <laughs> um, in order to, from my, from my opinion, in order to find real growth or to find real solutions, you can't com- constantly be in war with the people that you're trying to convince. Mm. Yes, you. Absolutely. There has to you. You have to humble yourself to make the playing field level. Now it's hard to find that on both sides. Mm-hmm. But as far as like, if you want to get through the conversation, it's really hard to remove your emotions mm-hmm. because you're dealing with a lot of personal things mm-hmm. that have um, been thrown at you when it comes to this subject. I- and to find two people on opposing sides mm-hmm. to, uh, to have that maturity to set their emotions aside and try to attack the subject at hand mm-hmm. and try to understand why why do you feel this way? Why did I feel that way? And how can we still coexist peacefully mm-hmm. if we still don't agree at the end of this conversation? Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I, I think that's a bigger part of the subject. I think Dave Chappelle's uh, stand-up has brought out more of the outrage, more of the anger. And it's it, it, I think, if anything, it shows more people who aren't willing mm-hmm. to coexist. Or, it shows a lot of entitlement too. A lot of yeah. It or, shows what what it is. I feel like there's a lot of um, resentment on one side, but then who side <laughs> on um on the on the both both sides on okay. like the LGBTQ community and like those who feel that um you know there well there are those who are inherently homophobic. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Of course. Of course. Yeah. There are those who feel like. Um, you know, they're not, they wouldn't call themselves homophobic, but they feel like that community is making the world more, you know, whatever, having to mm-hmm. walk on eggshells or what have you. But I feel like there's just like a lot of resentment, a lot of like um, just anger. Because mm-hmm. when you when you look at individuals from that community, there's a lot of times a lot of abuse, a lot of um, a lot of bullying, um, a lot of a lot struggle with acceptance with their family. Mm-hmm. So it's just anger. Mm-hmm. A lot of pain to deal with. And yeah. a lot of pain. But then when that anger is just lashed out, you know, and of course when we talk about that in, imbalance of power to where mm-hmm. like now this commun this this comedian has to, you know, in in essence do battle with a community of people because he talked about them while he when he talked about other people. It's mm-hmm. like it's like um you know is 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 it's just that is is just that um, it's not a healthy way of 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 of, of doing things. It's just a combativeness. Yeah, like you, you it's right, you're going fighting back and forth because you're there to criticize. You're Word. not there to actually understand. Understand. Because when you mm-hmm. when you are on social media, a lot of times when you're on like, because I see like I'll see like a lot of retweets and stuff like that, and a lot of times like it's just a. Attacking, attacking, attacking. They'll be <laughs> yeah. like, they'll be like, cis men are this, or this person Don't did this, or this person did, right? You know what I mean? It's always <laughs> like a an a, an opponent 
And it's just that defensiveness, right? So it turns from now all of a sudden, because you're oppressed, you're using your power to kind of essentially do the same thing mm-hmm. to people who don't view the same the world the same. Yeah, way. absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, I, and and that's what entitlement comes like. Chappelle, George Carlin, um, um, Richard Pryor, yeah. Corey Holcomb is another one. He uh-huh. he he. He does not. He doesn't give a fuck. He gives less of a fuck. R.I.P. Patrice O'Neill. It's yeah. been a lot of comedians that have approached comedy this way, but mm-hmm. for some reason, this generation, mm-hmm. this entitled ass generation, feel would, like they're it, the only ones. And what it feels like is that they attack black like stars. Oh yeah, absolutely oh, for sure. Because for, there's a imbalance. because we have. Daniel Tosh. Yeah, we have Bill Burr. He just came out with and a I special. Think he's just as funny. And the I, first, I, well, not just as funny, but I think. And the first Tosh twenty minutes was the same as Chappelle's first twenty minutes. Talk mm-hmm. about cancel culture and all that. Mm-hmm. But this generation feels like, oh, we're the generation going to step up. We're going to stop this shit. Blah blah mm-hmm. blah. No. Word. If you want to talk about oppressed, black people have been oppressed our entire word. fucking lives, and these comedians still make these yeah. jokes about it. Well, Do we riot them? Do no, we don't. That's, that's bully behavior because the bully always <coughs> goes after the weak individual and like or the person the type of person they don't like right mm-hmm. yeah so if you don't like black people oh fuck it i'm gonna go after this black comedian mm-hmm. he's probably the easiest person to go after yeah you know <laughs> if anything i mean like i don't hear much outrage about bill burr yeah or personally that. but you know what they'll say mm-hmm. They'll say, oh, nobody oh, knows about Bill Burr. Who fucking cares? What do you mean? See, that's what you selective. Which, no, no, no. What I've seen it. I've yeah. seen it. P- um, I was I was purposely tweeting like, oh, I can't wait till Bill Burr gets his backlash that Chappelle got. Mm-hmm. And people were like, everybody want Bill Burr to get backlash. But everybody's like, who is Bill Burr? Basically saying mm-hmm. he's not going to get backlash because he's not as big as Chappelle. He's and that means y'all are selective with your race. He's big enough. Y- y'all he's not angry enough. at what people say. You're angry at who says it. Exactly. And that's bullshit. You don't want to see a black man being that nope. bold mm-hmm. talking about your cause because... Honestly, he was talking a lot of truth, in a, and to me, all he does is talk in truth. In a non-disrespectful way, and I'm a he makes it I, get, I consider myself a defensive person, and I've watched comedy shows and heard jokes that I related to and been like, "Well, damn," but I'm still laughing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> word, word, like word. that cut deep. Talking about funny. my soul, like word. some shit I did last week. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> funny, nigga. Damn, I can't believe I did that. <laughs> so. Here's why. Here's what I don't understand about people who can't take a joke, uh-huh. and, and this is why I think it's more of a reflection of yourself more than anything. Because if you can laugh, if you go to the com- comedy show, right, mm-hmm. and you can laugh at everything else except for when it's about you, mm-hmm. that means in your mind you're if, perfect. If, you know what I'm saying? No, you have if, a superiority complex. You know yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. If someone's talking about you and you take it maliciously. That means anything they said before that was just as malicious, right? Yeah. So why didn't you take offense to that? It's only when, oh, it's malicious towards me, all of a sudden, da 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 da. You know what I mean? Yeah, they don't care to They're going to laugh at jokes about court. black people. They're going to laugh at jokes about, about his Korean children. Sh- Sh- right? His half Korean children. About. Half Asian, I'm not sure. About the police. I think it's, I think it's Sh- poli- No, she's Filipino. Chappelle joked, he's, he's made plenty jokes about police brutality and them right. shooting black people, right? Mm-hmm. Which happens. You've never seen, seen Blue Lives Matter come out right, and, not, and, and run him into the ground. Not, e- not even that. You've <laughs> never seen you've never seen a, a mother of a child who, who got killed by the police. Yeah. That's so that's so offensive. Oh true. You know what I'm saying? My how baby you, was shot how, down. How can you say that my baby was shot down? No. But then someone that, can that, say, well, that's that because is, those mothers are used to this. 
See, but then no, because I'm just time, being. You know, the, I'm being right now. Right, yeah. but then <laughs> that, that, that entitlement isn't, isn't there. So exactly, that that happened to people. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Why aren't you mad at that? All mm-hmm. of a sudden, he's he's talking about like his. He's the, disrespectful. First it's of like, all, first of all, he's talking about his inner his interaction with yes with with, with, with certain people exactly. Right? So it's not even like he he searched out, you know what I mean? And he softballed it in, too. You can tell that most people probably just read an article. Mm. They didn't actually watch it. Because mm-hmm. if you watch the special, mm-hmm. he comes out with his impersonations first. Yeah. Mm. So he attacks the overall culture. Yeah. Mm. Oh, you're stupid. No matter what you say, no matter how long ago you said it, you're mm. done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he moves on That's to the you. next subject. Mm-hmm. He's like, then he moves on to the alphabet people. And mm. like he's really encompassing an entire thought or, or I should say he's giving a larger thought that encompasses like several different points mm-hmm. and and he to me still not being disrespectful he made a great metaphor about the car mm-hmm. fantastic and, metaphor um because he was he was right or, yeah he was he I don't care like from yeah. my perspective mm-hmm. he was right mm-hmm. and I think the point he was trying to make then why he did sticks and stones uh-huh. cuz he was trying he he went after everything he came out talking about suicide right yeah. So people are like, oh, I know and something. they're not talking about suicide, like no, that. no, no right. suicide advocate. Ju- and, see, and I would <laughs> say like, hey, R.I.P. to my peoples I've lost mm-hmm. that personal, but mm. um, I that's a very personal thing for me. Suicide, mm. I, I've lost some people this year, and um, so and I was still the the show came out that special came out like a week after, mm. not even like a few days after I experienced something personal in my life, and. I was still able to laugh at his joke and not because I wasn't laughing at the person or the event, like what that is. Mm-hmm. I was, he was making a very valid point mm-hmm. as far as struggles and mm-hmm. what his perspective of what we go through versus mm-hmm. the threshold of pain that someone's able to take who grew up a more privileged lifestyle. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And what he was trying to say was, well, you know what? Tyrone, he's on, he got child support, he this, he's that, and he, the la- the next thing he wanted to do was probably go see some titties or something like mm. yeah he's like so never crosses he, it never crosses his mind and kill himself so I guess like it's the way that he the examples that he used are uncomfortable because these examples are actual direct effects mm. of poverty of or more so um, direct effects of the way the system is set up mm-hmm. right. Like these these jokes are making people uncomfortable because it's talking about their privilege and how it affects other people. Absolutely, mm-hmm. you know and they mean? cannot stand and to hear something like that. That's hard. That's really hard for someone to take. Nobody, nobody so, wants so, to... someone who has been told they're right their entire life. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, and not literally told you're right, but you're enabled mm. in your behaviors to continue to behave the way that you were nurtured. You know what I mean? Yeah, and like so now that you're an adult. You haven't tried to you you haven't you don't have a proper understanding of what uh what your energy and what you give what you put out into the world and how it affects <laughs> how it affects everyone else around us. So mm-hmm. um I think that Dave Chappelle hit it on the head. I think this is what's supposed to happen when mm-hmm. you have a great stand up like from a dude like Dave Chappelle. Mm-hmm. It creates a larger conversation. Right. And I think we should continue having that conversation. Yeah, you, you have something to say? Yeah. On, to wrap up on that, yeah, yeah, it, it's it's gonna wrap up and it's gonna bring it it's it's gonna bring us into our next subject too. Oh, his joke about because I was about to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. His joke about the um the word faggot and the word nigga. Okay. Remember he had the meeting with the 
with the execs uh-huh. and everything. Like, oh, you can't say the you can't say the word faggot because you're not gay. Well, he yeah, he was like, can't say the word faggot because you're not gay. He was, I understand. But he said, you know, I'm not a nigga either. Mm. <laughs> and then that reminded me of an episode from the Boondocks from one of their later, um, I think from season four, the, oh, the season that people say it. never existed. I didn't even There's a clip yeah. where they're talking to somebody and he's talking about the same thing about the word, about censorship, about the word nigga, about the mm. word fact. He was literally saying, he said, I can say nigga all day, but I say faggot. But they beep him anytime they say faggot. They yeah. beep him. So he oh, said, look, he was like, nigga, nigga, nigga. Beep, beep, beep. You know what that I'm was saying? That's CeeLo's character, wasn't it? Yeah, I think Ronald, so. I think Ronald, it was a... Ronald Goodlove. Ronald Goodlove. And it's just, it's just a great point that, you know, they cater to them because they don't want to offend them. They it's an imbalance of power, That's an imbalance of power. And why don't yeah. we want to offend them? First of all, you shouldn't want to offend anyone. Let's start there. No, we don't. Mm. You don't we want don't. to offend anyone. But I'm However, ta- oh, so for sake of the subject, right? You're, we're just breaking down that idea, right? Well... Like, you shouldn't want to offend... No, wait. Say... Dave Chappelle's analogy is correct, mm-hmm. then the people driving the car are the ones who have the power, the mm-hmm. ones who are have the influence mm-hmm. because yeah. they have the money. Mm-hmm. So they're the ones you don't want to offend, but they're the ones that are getting offended by all these jokes. Mm-hmm. So there it is right there. I mean, only the, the, the best way to do it is to censor everything. Or to me, it's censor like, everything. No censor. Don't nitpick. No, what censor they should do everything. is censor anybody backlashing someone's creative content. Oh, I, I yeah, I'm down for and that censorship. <laughs> and that who says that would work? We probably see some other wild shit happening well, out but there. But then, yeah, but then it will all come out in the wash. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you allow, say, someone come out with some some racist shit, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna fight you and just be like, hold down your racist shit. I'm gonna let the, I'm gonna let the world do what it do. Yeah, we are just not gonna watch your shit. We are not we're, gonna click it. We are not gonna like, share it. That's just None not, of that. That shit's not gonna go far. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fight it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna let it come out in the wash, and people not gonna fuck with it because mm-hmm. it's it's not fuck withable. Yeah, word. So honestly, you <laughs> so you don't have to go after people or go after people's career for that to happen. Yeah, if, if it's innately. Um, um, offensive, or if it's innately, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Malicious. Okay. It'll get rid of itself. Yeah. It will get I rid mean, of itself. Mm-hmm. I'll take it even deeper because people always want somebody to pay. Mm-hmm. You know, that's definitely that pain within yourself. Like, mm-hmm. you I feel like there's entitlement. This needs in. retribution. Mm-hmm. How dare he offend me? Word. Yeah, I don't know him. That's entitlement too. <laughs> that's that's absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So, mm-hmm. um, I think thank God Boondocks is back. God word, me. word. Thank you, HBO. Back. Bringing back boondocks. Word. And this whole, like, <laughs> we're going to retroactively shut down people for what they did. Because if you're going to do that, do it across the board. You know right. what I'm saying? Thank you. Don't Please. have, don't lock up Bill Cosby mm-hmm. five but minutes But let Harvey before. Weinstein. Right. He's five still, nine. that fat piece of shit still running free. Yeah, he's Probably smiling. still out there molesting and raping women. He's I smiling. hope not. But if it is, I wouldn't be surprised because he is who he is. And he's still out in these fucking streets. The most thing that happened to him, somebody saw him in a restaurant, threw water on him. Word. Bill Cosby's yeah. behind bars and Word. in fucking prison. Word. Eating Brett, pudding. Brett, Brett, Kav- <laughs> Brett Kavanaugh got... He did, oh, he, yeah. What the fuck Brett, All right, all right, all right. He the was, Brett Kavanaugh thing. Nah, I was on one side, but I heard some oh, shit. Hold on, hold on. Before you before <laughs> even say that, dog, because it don't even matter what you heard. The fact that... I think it does, but... No, the fact my that, name that happened, is my name. The fact that that happened and it wasn't even... It wasn't even his career he was fighting for. It was a promotion. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I'm saying? He wasn't. Mm. He wasn't real. No real retribution. He wasn't facing no jails. It was just like whether or not he's gonna be appointed, and he got appointed Regardless, anyway. Yeah. And it was just like fuck what you gotta say. <laughs> and, then, and all these people were just like, yeah, you know, pe- people say all these things. Why all this time later? And then it happened. The same thing with Bill Cosby so comes old, up. Oof. Whole oh, different story. Oh, yeah. you're, you're, he's a monster. Oh, he's, he's a monster. Uh, da, da, da. And we're not defending Bill Cosby. No, no, no. Yeah, no, white, right. no, white women was all on Twitter Man. who never, Going. never watched a, a, a day of Cosby show yeah. in their life. But they <laughs> had no idea they, they, what they it meant quick for the black to be community. Under, yeah, they yeah quick absolutely. To, he's a monster. Da, 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 blah, blah. And then they always have the guise of, well, I'm a so-and-so fan. But they're like, no, you're not. Yeah. And, then no, you have you're niggas not. Like and that's another imbalance of power. That's a whole nother discussion. Trust me. No, 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 that whole Me Too stuff, but that's oh, a whole nother no, discussion. No, I, I'll say white women, dog. Whenever, no, no, especially them. When, when the whenever whenever also, white women just suddenly give a fuck about something, all of a sudden, like, look at fuck. White people, You know shit. what? No, that might be another subject for you, another day. Yeah. Yeah. I think we all have had that experience with, and I know this is so awkward, but being in, like, elementary school, middle school, high school, in grade school, mm-hmm. and... The little white girl snitching class, boy. I don't. I, am oh, I the only it was person over. that had no, that experience? Mm-hmm. Where like I'm gonna tell on you, and you were minding your own business, doing something that wasn't even that bad. No, absolutely, it happened all the time. And, and, and their <laughs> words, their words hold so much weight. They can yeah. tell on you to anyone and they, about. And then anything. anytime I told on somebody, oh. Niggas ain't believe shit. No, oh, such and such lying. hit me. You see it all the ah, time. Ah, shut up, Asim. Da, da, da. You, you just talk. You just talking again. It's like no, you see yeah. it all the time, dog. I some, just got slapped in my face by this little beautiful green eyed girl. <laughs> as someone in that world, dog, and and those they come in entitled because yeah. they'll snitch on another kid, but then they'll do some some shit that like yeah, they'll try, like they'll try to talk, and when you give them their the rep, um, repercussions, they're like, oh, but then I'm like, the rules the same for everybody. <laughs> like, yeah. You know what, you what I mean? Yeah. But they do come in well, with that entitlement uh, of like. Like, yeah. I don't get in trouble. I yeah. get straight A's. Well, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And send that, send send them. I, I was just doing this last week. Ent- send them home with a B. Entitlement Look, comes with it from England. They're going to call cussing. My That's child is a straight A student. Not this I, time. <laughs> but I'm like, what does that mean? You know what I mean? Because they didn't earn straight A's now. So what does it mean your child is a straight A student? Right. That means you you putting you putting that child on a Above, pedestal yeah. that yeah. they didn't earn. Mm. That they, they expect to have when they mm. come into class now. Yep. You and know, it's not the end all. Like mm. that's just an overreaction. All right, mm. come back next semester. Word, you got then, four semester. You got four word, quarters, bro. Word, but <laughs> like, make it happen. It's the mindset. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Before you even enter the classroom, you're a straight A student. What for what? Accountability is everything. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think word. we could end on that angry black note. The word, <laughs> <laughs> motherfuckers. Ah! <laughs> This is <laughs> Flocka Zulu, a.k.a. you motherfuckers, a.k.a. <laughs> nigga divas, a.k.a. Sir Black Style in the Third, a.k.a. <laughs> God dang it, a.k.a. Pablo Escovich, a.k.a. Gary Indiana Jones, a.k.a. a.k.a. Man of the Night's Watch, a.k.a. <laughs> AKA <laughs> distributors of the a.k.a.s, a.k.a. No more a.k.a. Stop, Stop the, the violence. Extraduce yourself. Young Dramatic. Dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> Wave Chappelle, Wavy McGrady, Dwayne Wade. Oh. Holla at me. E- evolved. Word. Evolved, AKA. Like, we Yo, gonna skip out of AKA. Word. On his evolved. Words. <laughs> talking like Liu Kang. <laughs> <laughs> and it's your boy, I seen Black, AKA Black Dynamite, AKA Fresh Ash Braids, AKA Formerly Afro Thunder, AKA 
formerly known at known as AKA Samurai Black. What's up? AKA Holy for Carroaches, AKA Shabby Ranks. Done clean the fuck up. You see these braids, nigga? I'm really feeling them. AKA AKA you see these braids? Cut off my AKA Swiss Army nigga. AKA Army nigga. Swiss Army nigga. AKA deflate this nigga's head. My hair again. Shout out who before we slide out. Woo. That foul out. Shout out to Cam G. Shout out to who? Shout out to the constituents. Shout out to the home team. See y'all next week. Keeping air out to the streets. Shout out to Deborah for the muffin. Hey, Deborah be having a muffin. You stopped recording, didn't you? Deborah from accounting on the third floor. We speaking Deborah.